This is a monologue preached or given at the candlelight service, 7.30 p.m. on December 24, 1971, in the First Presbyterian Church of Bakerstown. It is entitled, The Christmas Angel. First Corinthians, the 11th chapter, the 23rd verse. For I have received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as oft ye drink of it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you show the Lord's death till he comes. Both Samuel Johnson and Hannah Moore are given the credit for being the originators of that statement, which goes like this, the world needs far more than to be informed, to be reminded, reminded rather than informed. And I'm sure our Lord Jesus Christ would have agreed. You'll remember that Christ was not only God, Emmanuel, God with us, but he was also man, man just like you and me, and consequently he knew every feeling, every emotion in man, and he knew that one of the easiest things for any man to do is to forget, particularly when he does not have things of the material, things which he can see and touch and, and taste to remind him. And Jesus knew that unless his life and his work would be remembered, the cause of Christianity would perish from the face of the earth. So knowing us and knowing how at times we need reminded in order to live, on that Thursday night in that upper room on a side street in the city of Jerusalem, our Lord Jesus, with a group of his friends around him, did not instruct them to build a memorial tombstone for him, nor did he even encourage them to write books about him. But instead he took a little loaf of bread, and he took a cup of wine, and he said, eat, drink, this do in remembrance of me. You see, he knew that monuments could crumble and books could be lost. But as long as the earth yielded its fruit and the grain could be grown to make bread, there would in every generation yet to come 
be those elements which could make the simple things of life, like bread and wine, so that there would be a, rem a memorial to his remembrance. So consequently, for more than 65 generations and over a period of more than 1900 years, there has not been a Sunday past when some people somewhere in the world have taken these elements of the bread and of the cup and have remembered Jesus Christ. And on this second day of a new year, this first Sunday of 1972, we come together as a community of believers to again come to the Feast of the Lamb. And may we remember that we come not to our table, but to his. He is the host. We are the guests. And we come here not just to go through a ritual or a, or a sacred rite. We are here to remember. To remember Jesus Christ. Because this is the way 1900 years ago he told us that we could best remember him. So in an act that really cannot be defined nor explained with words, but only with thoughts that come through the memory, which is like to the soul what blood is to the body, we remember Jesus Christ. And as we break the bread and pour the cup, we should remember his perfect life and his teachings. For remember, this is the only individual who in the thousands of years of history has been the only individual who has lived a life without spot or without blemish. The perfect life was lived in Jesus Christ. There was no malice. No envy, no guile, no deceit, no hatefulness, no uncharitableness, only peace, only forgiveness, only understanding, and only love. Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. You see, he came not only to show us the perfect life, but to tell each one of us that if we follow him as the light of life, we too can find the meaning of life. I am the bread of life, and whosoever eateth of me or believeth on me shall have life everlasting. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should have life, and that life should be everlasting. Jesus came to give us the meaning of life, and as our example, if we follow him and his teachings and his perfect life, this then is where we find the meaning to our life. Whosoever believeth in Christ hath life, and who hath not the Son hath not life. 
We remember his perfect life in order that we might live. For Jesus came to show us the way God intended us to live when he created us in birth. So as we come and break the bread and drink from the cup, we remember the life, the perfect life, and the teachings that we may live a life like Christ if we follow him. This is what we remember. And then we are to remember his death. You see, in this particular explanation of the Last Supper, which Paul wrote, and by way of fact, it was written before the Gospel accounts of that Last Supper, Paul adds a phrase which does not appear in the Gospel accounts. In the ones written by the Gospelers, it just said, Jesus, after breaking bread and pouring the cup, said, This do in remembrance of me. But Paul, in his writing of this, adds the phrase, For as often as you eat the bread and drink the cup, you show the Lord's death till he comes. We're to remember his death. You see how different this is from the other great people who have lived in this life. We remember them by their birth. We mark their birth dates in red on our calendars, and we celebrate some of them as national holidays. And yes, the Lord wants us to remember Christmas and how beautifully we have just done so in the past ten days. But our Lord wants us more to remember his death. Why this insistence upon an interpretation of the death? Because that's where the meaning is. This is where it is centered. When we break the bread and when we pour the cup, you see, we are symbolically reenacting that particular thing that happened on Golgotha Hill on that Friday following the Thursday night feast. Christ's body was broken for us. His blood was shed for the remission of our sins. When we come to the table and remember his death, we have to remember that we are sinners and that we are reconciled to God through Jesus Christ and that the spot and the stain and the sting of death and of sin is taken away only, only because Jesus Christ climbed upon two pieces of wood called a cross and voluntarily allowed his body to be broken and his blood to be shed for you and for me. And Christ wants us never to forget that. Not just for his sake, but for our sake. Because, you see, no man can consider his own life nor anyone else's life cheap or incomplete or unnecessary. As long as he remembers The value of life comes in the fact that Christ died for you and for me. He gave up his life so that we might live reconciled to God. You see, things like this, when you, when you remember this, it can only bring tears to the eyes and a lump to the throat and speechlessness.
to expression. Love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. Would remember his perfect life, his atoning death, and we're to remember his coming again. Eat of this bread and drink of this cup, for as often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. You know, people, 1972, that just might be the year that he comes again. He might come before fall. Night falls tonight. We never know when, where, how. But he will come again. And when we break that bread and drink this cup, we are not only remembering his promise that he would come again, we are affirming our faith that he will come not only as judge, but as king, king of all the governments and of the world, and all the governments in the world belong to this, to our Lord and to his Christ, and of his kingdom there shall never be an end. Our Lord, you know, the night that he took the bread and the cup, he knew that on the morrow he would die. He knew he would die within 24 hours. And he knew that at that hour, his disciples and all of the people who believed in him would think that that was the darkest hour in the history of the world. And in that particular darkness, they were liable to think that he was a total failure. That instead of being the victor, he had become the victim. That he had failed. And this is the way it looked, perhaps, to the world. But then came the Easter morn, and even though he had predicted that on the Easter morn he would be resurrected, people didn't believe him. That he was resurrected, and on Easter morning we had the proof of the pudding. We had the fact that Jesus Christ was King of kings and Lord of lords, and he had become victor over everything in the world, including the worst enemy known as death. Now Jesus wants us to remember when we take this in 1972, that when he tells us he's going to do something, we're to remember that because it will be done. And though on this particular Lord's Day, the first of another year in 1972, though the church is divided and it looks like the world is in turmoil and people are in darkness, God is not dead. He still reigns. And he shall come again. And we remember this. When we break the bread and drink the cup. We may not know what tomorrow holds. But through this sacrament, we remember and know the one who holds the tomorrow. So all of you who are truly sorry for your sins and wish to be delivered from the burden of them, 
all of you who want to lead a holy and perfect life, those of you who want to find refreshment and rest under your souls, and those of you who this day know that the strength of the days which are to follow in this year will come only as we remember our God and our Christ. You are invited. You who believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God and the Savior of your sin, please, please come to the table of the Lord. Remembering that on that night when our Christ was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had blessed it, he broke it. And he gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And after the same manner also our Lord took the cup. And when he had supped, he said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Drink ye all of it, for as often as you eat the bread and drink the cup, you show the Lord's death till he come. And now we pastors ministering in his name take these elements which are before you. And we will set them apart by prayer and dedication for the holy youth to which he imparted to them. Let us pray. <laughs>